It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, Truth Seekers. You're listening to A Measure of Truth on blogtalkradio.com, and I'm your host, Michael Fordham. If you just click the link on my webpage or you're listening on blogtalkradio.com or even the Blog Talk Radio player on my Facebook page and you want to call in live, look, we'd love to talk with you. Here's the number, 347-326-9470. Or if you like, you can tweet your questions and comments at A Measure of Truth. Also, if you haven't yet, why don't you look me up on Facebook? I'm the Michael Fordham with a photo of me in studio, and you can always email me your questions and comments at measureoftruth at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow, like, and repost us on Facebook and Twitter. Look, we've got a great show for you today. We'll be right back after this. My Shell's voice has a distinctive tone with lyrics that impart hope and encouragement to the listener. Her experiences honed her artistry in a world stage filled with culture. While traveling with her missionary father to several countries, including her mother's homeland of Ghana in West Africa, their journeys not only deeply impacted My Shell's appreciation for diversity, 
but shaped her perspective as a singer and songwriter. Michelle says singing in different countries clearly revealed to me the transcending power of music. The faces of people from different walks of life confirmed that music speaks a universal language that is deeply felt, believed, and embraced. It is an honor to be gifted with such a powerful means of expression. It must be used responsibly. Michelle has played a supporting role to many household names. She's toured and sung background for R&B singers Kelly Price and Tamia Hill, as well as Stacey Orico, Don Moen, Matthew West, and Grammy Award-winning artist Toby Mack and Mandisa. The years spent in the background taught her many incredible lessons on what it really means to be a servant leader. Cece Winings, her pastor and mentor, shared her secret of success. The way up is down. Stay humble, stay grateful, and stay connected to the Lord. Michelle knows that her gift and purpose work hand in hand both working for something greater than herself. She's excited about her new project entitled Unstoppable and is overwhelmed with gratitude for the incredible journey thus far as well as the new adventures ahead. Whether she is singing or speaking, Michelle's greatest joy is inspiring people to dream big. All things really are possible when all of heaven is backing you. My shell, welcome to Turn It Up. Thank you so very, very much. I'm so excited to be here today. Oh, thank you. And I'm excited to have you on. <laughs> you know, as soon as you sent me some information, I was able to hear a couple of tracks. And I said to myself, I hope you're contacting me because you want to be on Turn It Up. And you were. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. Absolutely. And Michelle, one of the things that impressed me the most is everything I found on you was just so professional, so, you know, polished. And, you know, just tell us a little bit about your background and, um, you know, your entry into the industry. Yeah, I, um, you know, I had always wanted to sing as a little girl, and my dad was all about academics. And so when I went to college, he told me, about academics and you know there's millions of people that want to do music but you know we want something more stable for you and I was heartbroken but I went ahead and uh, majored in political science at Tennessee State University and uh, got my master's in uh, my uh, my degree and then shortly after I mean literally shortly after um, I just began to pray like okay I want to do music now. I'm a grown woman now. I can do what I want to do. No one's putting the bill for me. I really want to do this. And um, this young lady connected me with a lady who was looking to manage someone. And it just started from there. And then I became really good friends with Mandisa, who went on American Idol. Um, shortly after, we became good friends. And um, she, after she got off the show, she asked me if I wanted to uh you know join her and uh, on tour as a background singer for her and that was really how it started um and i you know i had no way of getting it i I had no connections i didn't know how to get into the music industry but all i needed to do was just pray this is my heart's desire it didn't go away and i said this is my this is what i want to do and 
it happened. And, um, and then I just began to travel and tour around the country. I began, I did a South African tour with Tania, um, began to work with uh, Toby Mac as well, did a couple of several, several shows with him and, uh, and began to rub shoulders with some amazing artists all around the country and uh, primarily in the uh, CCM market. Uh, which is contemporary Christian music market. And um, mm-hmm. it just went from there and it just really developed this love for music. And I decided to step out and do my own music. And that's just kind of how it all started. I just a prayer, like, okay, I don't know how to do this, but you do. And then the connections happened. That's pretty amazing because you got to work with really good people yeah. right away. Yeah. And um, right away. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that is so fortunate. Now, yeah. Um, yeah. When, when you first got out there, though, you had a life you had to give up as well, right? Uh, yeah, you know, you're not, you don't get to be around your family as much and your sweetheart, and um, and and the road is hard on you. It is. It can be. You really have to be very determined to be disciplined in what you eat and. Um, what you do with your time when you're not on that stage. Um, it's, it's, it, it is a sacrifice, but it's a good one. And you learn what you are made of on the road. Um, you really learn what you're made of physically, emotionally, and spiritually. You learn what you're made of. And um, I learned so many powerful lessons on the road, um, just watching and, and seeing how things, you know, work. So, yeah. So you were not embedded in the career at that time, so you pretty much just rolled right into it. I did. Um, I, the good thing about it is that I was free to to travel. Um, you know, my sweetheart and my husband and I, he's always been incredibly supportive of what I do. And so, the, you know, if it meant going on the road, he's excited for me because he knows that's my heartbeat. And one day I asked him, I said, gosh, you've been so supportive of me. You know, what is your heartbeat? What is your dream? What do you eat, breathe, and sleep every day? And he said to me, mm. seeing your dream come true is my dream. Wow. And, <laughs> yeah. So, of course, I melted, and then I got off the floor, and I thought, wow, that's incredible. So he's, you know, yes, there's sacrifices, but the support has been incredible for my family and um you know, being able to spread my wings has just been amazing. And I'm just so grateful. So grateful. So, so when you actually decided to go into that, you know, industry that your parents had sort of dissuaded you from, mm-hmm. um, so what won them over? Or were they just <laughs> blown over by the well, people you were working with from the very beginning? I think my dad was scratching his head, like, how did you get there? And I really didn't have, <laughs> I didn't have, I didn't have a I did it story. I couldn't even explain. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that I could give myself credit for except that I just, I asked, and when the opportunities came, I prepared myself for them, and I went for it. You know, was it scary? Absolutely. Um, and be honest with you, artists sometimes are the most insecure people on the planet, mm. and you really have to gather yourself and say you can do this you are good enough and you just go for it with your knees knocking sometimes. And, um, you know, you want to make the most of every opportunity, but my dad came to see me perform one time. And after that, 
he it just completely changed. Three six, like he, a hundred percent, you know, supportive <laughs> and excited about what I'm doing now. <laughs> right, right. He saw that and said, "Oh yeah, that's what she should be doing. That's it." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what I was trying to do. Uh, plain as day. Yeah. 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 And um, <laughs> stage, and, and you're just someone that you're just so likable because. You, you seem as if this industry has not affected you. It, it is just you doing your art, and, and that's it. And um, how is it that you, you know, you talk about being humble? How is it that you really um, become that person considering, you know, the applause in the crowd and, you know, your audience can really mm-hmm. drive you and they can change you. You can become addicted to that um, feeling mm-hmm. of um, adulation. So. What what do you do? Every yeah, everything is about knowing, and I mean this with my whole heart. When you know why you are doing what you're doing, and when you know who you are, it's all about identity. If mm-hmm. you find your identity in the applause, it will destroy you. Because when the mm-hmm. applause stops, then the depression tries to suffocate you and tell you that you're not worth anything. If your identity is in needing to be needed and wanted. Yeah, that's also dangerous as well. But when your identity is in, I have been placed on this earth to do something for, to bless people. And, um, and you take that gift and say, this is not for me. It's not to fill my closet, the main brand shoes, the main brand clothes. It's not for me to use, you know, for me to get all big and famous. And, but you say, this is a precious gift. I want to take care of it. I want to protect it. And then I want to make sure that it's used in the purest form that it was given me to exhort and to uplift and to encourage. And I don't mean just saying these things as words because eventually it will show itself if you're not real with it. Man. But yeah. it has to be who you are. This gift is precious to me, and it's meant for them. So mm-hmm. no matter what comes and goes, as long as you keep that you know, in the, in the forefront of your mind – you know, the applause will come and go, but you smile and say, God, I hope they were blessed and you can go on to the next place. Yeah. You know, um, I have to say, I believe that the church is a great training ground for that. And, it is. Um, those you of know, them in, go, go right ahead. You know, I, I want to say something about that. And I love the church. I, I, I am a firm believer in having a place where you can call your home and have accountability but I believe that historically, especially in African-American churches, um, sometimes our wonderful, uh, the mother's board, uh, sometimes feel the, <laughs> need to, feel the need to monitor your pride level. So if they see a, a young person who has oh. a gifting or an anointing mm-hmm. on their life, they'll mm-hmm. get up there and they'll sing. And to make sure they stay humble, they'll say things like, oh, you ain't all that. Go and have a couple seats. You, you are right. You ain't all that. And you're in the flesh. And they do that, and they do that, and they do that. And what happens is, is that these young people don't know if it's okay to be who they are. They don't know yeah. what to do with the gift that they've given them. And instead of saying your gift is used to, to be a blessing to the people, they mm. feel like they can't be who they are, and they struggle with themselves. And that's where the insecurity is bred. Um, yeah. So then when they leave that place, they need the applause to affirm their gift. Hmm. 
And so it becomes dangerous because now you have a, a, a powerful person who has a wonderful calling. People are going to follow them because of their extraordinary gift, but their integrity and their identity is faulty. Hmm. Does that does that make sense? Wow. And so, are you kidding? I mean, yeah. that's a nugget right there. That's something I haven't heard before. <laughs> haven't really thought of yeah. it that way, but that's the reason why I like talking yeah. to artists about the industry because you hear what's real in a way that y- yeah. you wouldn't know until you hear it from someone who's been there. Yeah. And who's going to correct the mother's board? Nobody. They're always right, right? Mm. Who's going to tell mom she's wrong, mother she's wrong? So <laughs> that doesn't change, and it just keeps bringing forth these people um, that are just, you know, <laughs> who just need to know who they are and why they're doing what they're doing in the right way. So it's a journey, though. It's a journey. It's a journey. Wow. You know, that's that's almost um, a perfect segue into um, Unstoppable. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so just tell us a little bit about that track. And again, you are a singer songwriter. Is this one of yours? Yes. Yes, okay, it is. Great. Yes, it is. Great. Uh, Unstoppable is mainly about um, through the thick and thin, through the hard times, um, that your love. Um, for God is unstoppable. Your love for your spouses and for or those who've been married or who are married rather know that, you know, marriage is, is, is no easy breezy flow. You know, you really have to be intentional and mm-hmm. be selfless to have a successful uh, marriage. And unstoppable says through the thick and the thin, through the highs and the lows, this love, this love, it will remain unstoppable. And um, so that's what that song's about. Oh, wow. Awesome. All right. So here's my show with Unstoppable on Turn It Up. <laughs> my show
come against us, just know that it will fall. So no matter what comes at us, just know that we stand tall. And it's ridiculous how the enemy try to do it. But I just look him right in the face, scream hallelujah. It might seem back and like I'll be crazy. But that's the reason why you can't stop us, baby. track lots of energy in that and um very very clean i I just love um um you know the levels of the music and there's so many different parts and they come together so beautifully it's just amazing thank you thank you yeah you You know sometimes i hear music and especially from independent artists um where the the levels are just not right you know um they Mm -hmm. they need to be remastered and you know they're too far down in the music or too far above and you know it's really really good to hear someone that's so polished as you because i mean you really slid yourself in at a good place in the industry and you know where else can you go but up from there <laughs> thank you i appreciate that and you have to invest you have to invest in your craft and though it's hard and people don't like to talk money but you really do have to invest so that you can put forth a good product so mm-hmm. it's important. Yeah. Now, Unstoppable is it? Um, is it an album, an EP, or? It's a full album. There are ten songs. Wow. On the album, yes. Yeah. Oh, that is great. That's great. And yeah. uh, I want to make sure that um, people know where to pick that up from. And it's at um, myshellmusic.com, mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah. Yes, yeah. myshellmusic.com. Yes. And you can come listen visit. to a lot of tracks there. As yes, well. you can listen to the album there. Yes, you can. It's on Spotify, yeah. and you can get it on iTunes as well. Wow. So when you first came into the industry and you were doing background, how, how long were you doing that before you actually decided to work on your own project? Probably about eight years. Eight for, yes, eight years. And, uh, yeah, it was good training, great training. <laughs> I bet, I bet. Um, yeah. I, I got to... I got to believe that you were probably ready, you know, maybe about four years ago, but yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) yeah, that, that is interesting. And um, so you had an opportunity to learn the real industry. And and this is the thing that really gets people too that are coming up is when the real industry presents itself, what they had imagined 
doesn't match up yeah. and they find it difficult to, to, you know, yeah. merge with that. And I think that's why yeah. it's so important that you did find good people from the very beginning, but I'm sure you've seen that over and over again. Tell us about that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're excited. You're in your world and you're creating music that you believe everyone's going to absolutely love. And then you get out there and everyone's saying, no, not good enough. This is terrible. Try again. This is not going to work for us. Um, and you hear a million no's. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I've seen those no's destroy people. I've seen them uh, snuff out people's dreams. Uh, people mm. give up. Um, and, yeah, it's tough. The industry is not easy. Um at all. I don't care where you are, gospel, Christian, um, secular, whatever. The industry is tough. And, um, but, you know, when you believe that this is what you're supposed to be doing, you have to be unstoppable. You have to be relentless. You have to. Um, and if you get knocked down, okay, cry a little bit, wipe your face, get back up, and go forward with full throttle again. And that's really been my motto. I just won't give up and um, yeah yeah, but you have to you have to have some thick skin because the industry is something else you know Um, and if I could just give you a quick example I mean gosh there's so many things that can turn you off but I mean as a young woman you can meet someone who wants to work with you you get in the studio and all of a sudden the lights start dimming down and they start talking all sexy in your ear and you're like wait a minute what's going oh. on Turn the lights back on. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah. like that, right. that one's rampant they hope that you're not who you say you are and that you'll do whatever right. what you want they hope you know you have to know that's that's another reason why you have to know who you are and stay there because if you start bending, you'll do some things you wish you had never done and you'll never get anywhere in that, you know, doing things like that. So the industry is something and you really have to rely on the Lord um, because he knows what's going to happen in the future. You don't. Mm-hmm. Right. So, right. Yeah. You really do. So yeah. yeah, the industry is something. It really is. Yeah. And that's something too. Um you not only have to know your talent, but you have to know your reputation and protect that as well. Because just Absolutely. like you said, if it starts to bend, people get to know you for the thing that you get, did that was not you, but it becomes exactly. you. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it's a small world. I mean, you'll be amazed at who has heard of you or heard what you could have done, should have done, might have done. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know them. It's a small world. And so you really do have to protect your gift. That's what I meant by protecting your gift, protect mm-hmm. um, your reputation and, and be wise as you move forward in this industry. And in the same vein, um, if you get behind the mic and you just kill it in the studio, that reputation <laughs> will precede you as well. So, you know, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'd like to share one more thing with you, if that's okay. Sure. Another experience. Um, I was on X Factor. And I, the, the, the show X Factor for, for a brief moment. And Mm -hmm. I got really far and I got in front of the the judges and I sang and they all loved it. And in fact, I did a gutsy move. I sung one of the songs that the judges sing, uh, one of her songs. And she said, you know, I forgot who sung the song because you know I, I kind of made it my own. (laughs) Well, Simon, Simon, with his mouth all twisted up. Because he knows Mandisa. Mandisa was an American Idol, and he really gave her a hard time. And so here is her background singer standing in front of him oh, now. And so he's sitting there looking at me like, 
oh dear. And so the first thing that comes out of his mouth, because all of them said I was great, and it comes to him, and he says, let me ask you a question, my shower. He said, if Mandisa were to fall down sick before a show, would you be excited about that? Run to the front, take the mic, and, and just take over? And I said, really? no, sir, I would not. Yeah. He said he, he asked me if I would be happy about that and if I would take that opportunity to kind of just go to the forefront. And, and I said, no, sir, I wouldn't. And uh, he said, um, he said, so you wouldn't be happy. You, you wouldn't take advantage of that opportunity. I said, no, sir, I wouldn't. I said, there's a time to be led and there's a time to lead. And I said, I don't, I would not be happy if she was sick and couldn't sing and I would, I wouldn't p- push her over to take control of the, of the stage. I wouldn't do that. I said, I would honor those who have been good to me and who, and I said, and I've learned so much from watching her. There will be a time for me to step forward, but I wouldn't step out of my time to do something to hurt someone or disrespect someone who's been good to me. Now the other judges understood that because they're they're themselves were, were artists and they didn't want to be back on singer to do right. that them. But but mm-hmm. Simon Cow looked at me and said, You're not ready for the industry because it's a cutthroat industry and if you're not willing to do that, you're not ready for the industry. Yeah, and but here's the I thing said, <laughs> answering that question any other way would have made people who would have voted for you hate you. It was like, you know, exactly. He put me up against the wall and I, and I wouldn't become the character he wanted me to become. And, um, and so they, they told, they dismissed me from the show. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh my goodness. And, um, yeah. So that was something. Wow. wow. They tried like to cast said, you as someone else for the, yeah. If I had gone the that way, they would have put me on the show. Exactly. Really? They wanted to be, yeah. And so that's what I mean. You have to know who you are. And even when your biggest dream is right in front of you, if it means doing something that is not who you are, then you have to walk away from it. Right. You have to yeah. be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's what the industry is. Um, it, it tries to change people. And in a way, mm-hmm. and this is something that I've actually witnessed myself. I had an opportunity to live with a record producer for a while. So I know of people that, mm-hmm. you know, traveled abroad, got so disconnected from family and friends that the behavior that they were presenting, mm-hmm. no one could tell them that it wasn't them. That mm. why are you acting out like this or why are you behaving this way? Because that was their norm as far as they could see. Because so mm-hmm. when someone can't go back and touch base to someone who can check them, they can spiral mm-hmm. out of control. And Absolutely. that can be alcoholism, drug abuse, or mm-hmm. it can just be mental mm-hmm. illness, you know, and all yeah. of those things are a part of the industry that can really take you out. And I've heard Absolutely. these stories over and over again. Yes. And the people that we're applauding, who we see every day, who have big names, I guarantee most of them are hurting. Most of them are yeah. very broken and mm-hmm. very alone. Yep. Don't know yeah. who to trust. Uh, it's, it's, it's tough. Yeah. And, and most people won't see it, but I can see it. It's this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. someone who's trying to carry the stage with them in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And it just doesn't work that way. You know, a comedian isn't okay. funny all the time. No one, Most of them no. battle with depression. Most of them do. Yeah. Comedians. Yeah. Most of them do. Yeah. Yeah. And mo- most of comedians yeah. are highly intelligent as well, you know. Um, yes. 
They yeah. they just see the world a little differently, and they use humor mm-hmm. to be able to express themselves the way they see things, which they know is different, but they know the humor helps yeah. people to um, yeah. sort of, yeah, that's interesting. And, you know, because mm-hmm. I guess you've been in the industry for so long, too, you've, you know, been around a lot of celebrities, a lot of different types of people in entertainment, and even mm-hmm. with the... um people who rubbed you the wrong way or the things that you've seen that you didn't agree with, you still Mm -hmm. found a place in the industry and a place for yourself where you can, you know, showcase your talent. So that's just an amazing thing. I actually heard, well, I saw a YouTube video and I mean, you were preaching, you were just, and I said to myself, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) this is different here. She's got a handle on things. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's people. one of the reasons why I was excited to have you on as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm grateful. Yeah, I love people, and that was that's what makes the difference. I, for a long time, I didn't, I did not love people. I would be mm. on stages in front of thousands of people, and I would be leading worship with someone or singing Christian music, and would get off the stage and you know think I'm doing a great thing for God and doing wonderful work. But I remember the day that. I felt it in my heart so clearly. I, you know, I was like, you know what, you know, I really want to move forward. Why can't, why can't I break through? And the Lord said, you're not safe. He said, you're not safe because you don't love the people that you want me to put you in front of. You want them to love you, but you don't, you don't love them. Mm-hmm. And he said that you're not safe. He said, because eventually you, you will hurt them. You will misuse them. You know, people who follow mm-hmm. you, then you fall and then they fall and it's a mess. And so it took a while but I asked him to change my heart, and um, I started, um, you know, Cece Winans and her husband started a church shortly after that encounter, and um, they asked me to be um, over the membership of the church, and I declined it twice, and they said, please, would you help us build this? Um, and mm. the reason why I declined it is because I didn't want to deal with people. I didn't want to work with them. Oh, I, had to, I would have yeah. to roll my sleeves up and, like, do life with these people and Everybody mm-hmm. who went to the church would have to come to me, and I would place them, and I would care about their families and see how they're doing. I didn't want to do that. And, um, but then I took the job, and for two years, um, the Lord did surgery on my heart and helped me to start to really care and love people. And I do now, and I just, I just want to see people free. There's so much hurt, so much brokenness. I want to see them free. And um, so that's what I use my gift for now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's great. And, um, you know, as a speaker and as um, a singer songwriter as well, you've really broadened your, your gift and you've found different tools that you can use to impact people. And and I think that's important, you know, um, the more people that you can touch and help, um, I mean, just the better your life will be. I mean, it's just, it's just something that will always um, serve you as well as serve others. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and there's a lot of that disconnect going on. Uh, I was talking uh, with my pastor today about this. Um, people are just sort of disconnected, meaning that they no longer have um, intimate conversations with one another because, you know, mm-hmm. things can be misunderstood by text and the conversations mm-hmm. that they do have are so brief that they're not really um, getting to that level of, um, you know, 
a deep, intense conversation where they can really express themselves. You know, there's once you've spoken to someone for a certain amount of time, there's a point where you feel that you can share things that you wouldn't normally. Exactly. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, if you if you never get to that point, those things um, they just well up inside of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, no one likes to feel vulnerable, and uh, relationship requires that to a certain degree. And people don't want to put forth the effort uh, to care because there's a sacrifice that comes with that. And um, so it's just good to stay surface, to stay surface, and there's no real obligation or responsibility. Um, But when you start digging in and really doing life with people, letting their lives affect you as well, um, yeah, that's that's when you're in the nitty-gritty of things. And transformation takes place, but it takes time that people still stay you know, swear up and down they don't have. And uh, so it's just amazing, you know. I really believe that God called us to touch people, touch nations, and you can't do that being surface. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And um, it's probably a perfect time to, because we got a little heavy there for a minute, (laughs) 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 to to try to change the uh, tempo a little. And um, <laughs> let me just tell you, myself, when I heard Genesis, uh, just from the beginning, I loved it. It didn't even take <laughs> maybe eight bars. I mean, it was just like pow oh, wow. right away. And um, <laughs> it had its own energy, its own vibe. And there were all these things mm-hmm. going on. I'm like, man, what play is this from? Or, you know, <laughs> there's a show out there <laughs> that this must be a part of. Yeah. And um I was just so impressed with it. I just didn't know what to say. And I I contacted Mm, you because I had to have this on the show. I just wanted uh, our listeners to be able to hear this and experience this because it's, it's a little different from any music that I've ever heard before. Oh, wow. Wow. That's sweet to hear. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I love Tell us a little bit. Yeah. Um, Well, my mom is from West Africa. Yeah, And so I put in elements of, you know, my heritage um, in this song. And uh, Genesis talks about the moment when uh, we go back to the Garden of Eden and that decision, that moment where we make that decision to either stay in right relationship with God or decide to take control and do our own thing. And we think that that's something that happened in the Garden of Eden only, but honestly, people make that decision every day. And so mm-hmm. it's kind of like saying, take me back, take me back to the place, take me back to my first love when everything mm. was good. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's what that song's about. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it's phenomenal. And then there's a little piece too um, attached to that on the back end. And I'm going to leave that on as well. And we'll talk a little bit about that afterwards as well. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So here's my show with Genesis on Turn It Up. Never left your side, I was so alive In the beginning, I was fearless You wrote my spirit for the world to hear Something changed, I'm not the same I pulled away 
Yes, that was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. And it was so almost another version of Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> and guess who yeah. I was singing with? My dad. <laughs> really? Wow. Now that's yep. what I wanted to know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my, my goodness. Dad. That's a very wow. special, special, special moment for me to sing with my dad on the record. And um, because of what we went through, you know, to get to that moment and uh, his yeah. support means everything. Yeah. And then at the best producer in the world, his name is Byron Chambers. He actually is no, also known as uh, Mr. Talkbox, incredible producer mm. and friend. Mm-hmm. And um, his wife and I uh, would all sit down, all three of us would sit down and we would write together. And Genesis actually was his idea. And then all three of us sat down and began to write to it. And, um, so it was wow. great. It was just wonderful, wonderful people. And who composed the music? Uh, he did. He did. He did mm. all the music. And wow. um, you know, Talkbox is pretty incredible. You know, he has millions of followers when he posts something on uh, mm-hmm. YouTube. And uh, he's an incredible musician. Can play anything. And he actually came out of um, the Toby Mac camp. He was with them for many years. He mm. also played for. Um, Oh goodness! In sync, he was their drummer for a while. So oh, wow. um, yeah, very talented guy in sweet mm-hmm. spirit. He and his wife, and so yeah, I'm just grateful for our connection. And through this project, we pass friendship. Now we're family. Like they're just great people. Yeah, I'm grateful for. Oh, that. that's awesome. Yeah. You know, I was listening <laughs> to that song again, and um, you know, it, again, it does something to me every time. But I think I realized something. To to me, that song actually has a heartbeat. You know, you you yeah. can feel it, and and it's just the way that the drums and it's everything is pulsating, and there's all these different things pulsating back and forth. There is all this movement, but it's orchestrated mm. so well. That's why I love it so much. And and the way you sing out and elongate the notes too, it's something about <laughs> the way you're doing that. It's almost like a breath, and it, it just has mm. all of this stuff going on. And I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm gonna listen to it <laughs> tonight over and over and over again, again. But, oh, um, yeah. thank you so much. Thank yeah, you so much. Yeah. I'm so grateful. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, I um I can't even remember if I have or not. I get so much free music. I very rarely download anything, but I'm definitely going to download your album. And, um, oh, you know, because there's got to be more great stuff on there. And I tried to listen to more, <laughs> but I got stuck at Genesis. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm grateful. Yeah. I'm glad you love it. I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah. So what well, yeah, is up was, next for you? I'm sorry. Go well, ahead. I, no, no, I was just saying it was a lot of fun to make Genesis. But for what's mm. next for me, um, we, you know, I we just moved to um, Dallas or Fort Worth, Texas. Um, we've been here just a few few months and uh, from Nashville. And so it's it's a new adventure for us. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. And we've mm-hmm. been meeting some incredible people and I'm kind of reintroducing myself once yeah. again. Um, but you know what? Something about it, I can just sense it so strong that something sweet is going to happen. I have no idea what it is, but I can feel it in my bones that something wonderful is going to happen. And um, mm. it's like kind of like, um, you know, meeting some incredible people. I just feel like, you know, the one thing you want as an artist, of course, is to be heard and to pe- for people to hear the music that you've created. And I believe that that opportunity is going to open up even the more um, 
in the coming uh, months and years. Uh, so that's what's coming up. We're meeting some great people, and uh, prayerfully, it's just going to go the way we've always dreamed. Yeah, I'm sure. And, you know, and I understand that feeling because sometimes you're just around the right people. And for some reason, you can kind of see, you're not really sure, but you can see how all the pieces are going to fall together and make an amazing picture. Mm -hmm. You just can't figure it out, but you know that, you know, it's going on, you know, and all you have to do is stay the course and things will work out just fine. I believe. Just don't faint. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Keep going. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if if you stood up to Simon, there's nothing that can stop you. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so, um, yeah, that's great. But um, now are you going to be doing live performances as well? Yes. Um, We're preparing for all of that. And, you know, getting a new band together here and um, kind of starting from scratch a little bit, but that's okay. I don't feel like it's a setback. I feel like we're just, we're, we're starting something new moving forward. So um, mm-hmm. new band, um, getting ready to get a little bit more radio play um, so they can know that I exist so that I can actually go and do shows in front of people who actually know the music and have heard of, right. of what Michelle does. So that's important. And, and that's one of the reasons why I'm grateful for you, Michael, for, for allowing me to be on the show and helping to get the word out. It means everything to me. So thank you. So that's what we're, we're looking to do is just move forward and get more ears to this. And uh, I want to get in front of people. I want to get on the stage and I want to, I want to love on them. I want them to hear the music and hear the message behind it. And uh, hopefully people walk away feeling um, better than when they came in. So that's my dream. Yeah. That's my heartbeat. Yeah. Well, I, I truly believe that your music is um, not only, you know, phenomenal and enjoyable, but it's needed. And, you know, it does have an impact on people because um, it's mm-hmm. something you, you want to put those words in you that will uplift mm-hmm. you and carry you. And, um, you know, that doesn't come in one flavor. So, you know, I'm glad for you to be able to have had this experience in the industry and have, you know, been tested by the fire and are still coming out to do what you've been called to do. And, um, you know, I know God's going to bless you for your efforts. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's sweet to hear. And I really appreciate that. Yeah, we're going to keep moving. Going to keep me yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and hey, you're welcome back anytime. Anytime you have something Thank new. Thank you. Um, every time you shoot something my way to let me know that you've got something going on, I'll re-air the show. Um, you oh. know, our live listeners are great, but what happens is when they tell their friends and their friends play the um, podcast version that's available on iTunes, on Blog Talk Radio, and on the Censure app, um, you know, it just helps to spread the word and no one ever yeah. has to miss it. So that's the great thing about it. It has to be accessible that's nowadays awesome. with this new <laughs> social media um, world that we live in today. Yes. And that's awesome. That's good to know. Yeah. So I'll definitely share the link myself. And, and again, a million thank yous, Michael. Thank you so very much. Mm. Well, thank you for doing what you do. And, um, Again, you are an amazing talent, and uh, I know things are going to happen for you. And, um, it, you know, you've put it together so well. I mean, how can you not? <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. All right. Well, we are looking forward to having you on again in the future. Don't be a stranger. Um, as time goes by, you know, please check back with us. Let us know what's going on. And uh, we, again, wish you the best. 
Absolutely, and I will. Thank you again. I can't thank you enough, Michael. Thank you, and, and Donna, I just appreciate you all so much. All right, Michelle. Okay. <laughs> all right. Take care and um, tell everyone I said, hey, and if you ever have someone else you want to bring on next time, too, just let me know. I sure will. Thank you so much. Have a great, great evening. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye. All right. Well, we've come to the end of another great show. I'm Michael Fordham, and you've been listening to Turn It Up on blogtalkradio.com. Special thanks to our producer, Donna Hardiman. And before you go, here's a little something to take with you. Ask God for wisdom daily, but know that your lesson can come from anybody or any situation, good or bad, friend or foe. Watch your thoughts. They become words. And watch your words. They become actions. And watch your actions. They become habits. And watch your habits. They become your character. And watch your character. It becomes your destiny. Until we meet again, take care of what becomes of you. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, 
sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.